1: I'm in my mum's car. Vroom, vroom.
2: Get out my car! Oh, you're listening to Bandwagons. Talking about things that other people are talking about. I did, I went a little bit Miss Rachel on that.
1: Yeah, you You've been indoctrinated. Oh, like I I don't. I don't talk to adults from Monday to Friday
2: and then Saturday uh, my, or Sunday
1: <laughs> my friend Caroline was saying her uh her boyfriend Peter I don't know well she's not gonna care about me saying this but like they have a his nephew but he, her boyfriend is basically like can mimic Miss Rachel so much that he'll like do the impression for the nephew and the nephew is like as transfixed as he would be if he was watching yeah. actual Miss Rachel it's called parentese. It's like the parentees,
2: like, yeah. It's like the way the tone of voice you speak to babies, and it's like way higher pitch, and that's why babies respond better to women than they do to men because they like prefer higher pitched voices, and that's why you have to be like, "Hello." And also, you? because we're doing the
1: right thing by teaching the youth's generation not to respect men. Yeah, incredible work. Welcome back to bandwagons uh for anyone new or old. So happy to have you here. Uh, if you missed us last week, we were over on Patreon. That's where we'll be every second week now with the bonus content. So if you want to join us over there, it's patreon.com forward slash bandwagons. We were talking about being president, President Michael D. Higgins. We had a ball. We had a laugh. It was pretty funny. It good fun. It was pretty funny. And the videos are over there too, if you want them. Uh, we have a different topic this week. But before we get into all that, how was your week and your bank holiday weekend, Breed? We are recording this slightly in advance, so some of it won't have happened. But I'm sure you can make something up. Uh, but I'm trying to think
2: now. What did I do this week? What did I do? What did I do? <laughs> That's like interesting. Um, shag all, to be honest. We did some Moo Music on Wednesday. We went to music class, me and Nora. And then we went to KidZone on Friday. Um, what did we do? Oh, I went to a match. Mark started back playing Hurling, so we went to watch that yesterday. Very good. That was good. We got a lot of outside time because the weather was nice.
1: Is there a particular instrument she's like gravitating towards? She loves the maracas. Okay. But all babies do. Okay. So we were
2: testing it out. Normally she does baby moo, which is like two, two, from two months to one year old. Okay. Um, Which was great when she started because she was like six months when she started. So she was perfect age, but now she's 11, almost 11 months and she's like the biggest in the class. So I tried her in like the next age up, which is like from two months to four years, like it's mixed moo. This is going to be so boring for people who don't. Mixed moo. Yeah. And then there's like, and then there's like mini moo or something. And they're like two to four years. So she's can't be in that one. So she's in the mixed one. And I was like, this will be grand. It'll be like toddlers and babies. And she'll like, it'll be fine. But we went and there was literally like her and like four toddlers just running around and she's just like sitting on the floor, like looking. But she loved it. She was like dying to get up. She started walking this week. Sorry, that's a big one. Or was that, did I say that yeah, I off? feel like you
1: should have led with that as opposed to the maracas. <laughs> she's really, is she flat out now? She's pretty flat out.
2: She's still like not fully steady. Like she would, she can't really walk like down, down the street or anything. But She can walk <laughs> well, across. I would hope not. She can walk across the room, like kind of wobbly, but she's doing it. She's very determined. She just kind of decided one day she wanted to walk, which is how she's done everything. She just goes, oh yeah, I'll do that now. And then she just gets up and does it.
1: So I wish I had that motivation.
2: Oh, she's definitely... I love the way... Like, a, no, the on. worst worst combination of me and Mark. That she's, like, yeah, super, super determined to do things like Mark. And then so cranky if stubborn. she can't, can't do what she wants. Yeah, so stubborn like me.
1: Yeah, I so, enjoy that when she starts going out. I love I the way know. you were about... You were, like... This is going to be so boring, to people. I'm about to talk about my house and painting my house, which is Ooh, I literally, literally watching paint dry. <laughs> yeah, literally listening. You're not even watching. You're listening to me talk about watching paint dry. We got our suite done, which I've been talking about on Instagram, and we did the whole thing. Kind okay. This is for anyone. This is Finula's advice corner about houses, right? If you buy a house and you're planning on, like, you know, you have one room that you're like specifically like doing up and it's probably going to be a bathroom and say that bathroom like isn't tiled already. So when we moved in, we got the entire house painted, um, which was one of the things I would also recommend definitely worth spending money on because I cannot be fucked. And people were like, would you not have painted it yourself? Absolutely fucking not. Yeah, Sorry. We waited, no. a week.
2: we waited a week before moving in here, or maybe two just to get the whole thing painted.
1: Yeah, it's so so worth it like if and I, I I don't know I don't know what the prices are now they're probably even more extortionate than when we moved in in terms of like getting people to paint it but it was it was one of those things where like I do not regret it I would pay it again but we got every room in the house paint. So we got our sitting room which you can see here the beautiful blue and you see it in everything pretty much and then we just went like kind of off white everywhere else and then we went green in the bathrooms because the bathrooms aren't like fully child so that's the ensuite and that's our like the master bathroom but we knew we were going to have to get the ensuite done. So we shouldn't have gotten the ensuite painted. So the ensuite is done now. But like, obviously, there were bits where they had to like re plaster and stuff. So there were patches that needed to be repainted. So I took that upon myself to do, which on paper should have been like, I don't know, like, again, not to diminish or undermine the work of painters. I was like, this doesn't i don't want to say it doesn't seem that hard, but like, well, like it seems like foolproof. The, right, the little
2: patches you had to do seemed pretty foolproof because I saw them that day, and you were like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm just you've to them.
1: seen them. Yeah, yeah, you've seen them." They, right? It wasn't
2: a huge job. I wouldn't have said it's
1: not like it was like two, like two small sections of wall, and then like the where the backsplash was in the sink, right? But like, and I don't want to talk shit about them because otherwise, the job they did was really good. But I think they were in a rush, and I don't think they like. Kind of properly replastered some of the areas because I like did the th- I did the thing like I sanded it down, I painted, sanded it again, painted it again, and like some of the patches are still like I think they need to be replastered. And now I'm like I don't know how to fucking plaster. Does I'm plaster not... not take ages to dry or something? Well, like that's the thing is, are, are any of our bandwagon listeners plasterers? Can Laura we DeBara? please get in touch? Bandwagons podcast at gmail dot com. I need to get her back. I need to ask her. I was asking Paul who I did. uh who I did the Reload yeah. My size with, life at number two. And he was like, yeah, that needs to be refilled. And I'm just like, but it's just another job for such a, like, But you be could okay. refill that. Anyone who's watching the video on Patreon will know the size I'm making now. But like, it's this, like, width of an area. It's fucking tiny. I just want to be able to use the bathroom. And I'm just, I don't know, I'm having one of those weekends where it's just like, Obviously You can still use like, the bathroom I think you're being a bit dramatic I know No I know But like you know Like I'm masking everything off And then I'm painting And then you're waiting For the paint to dry And just like All these shitty Fucking bitty jobs And I'm yeah. just like Do I get on to a man Who painted the house initially And just be like I, Like I'll pay this just, No Can you fix this You like, can do it. it just looks like shit. shit Use a little bit of polyfiller Yeah maybe I think You just get it I don't the know it's just, a little The whole thing something. is just the, I'm just having a whole thing of like why is my house fucking like just manky, dirty all the time? No, it looks like I, and it's never gonna be finished. And also, I tried no, to clean every weekend, finished. and I did that fucking wrong as well. And now I'm like, no, you. I just the, don't the feel like, like this life was for me. Like
2: you know, the thing, the thing with houses is there will always be something. It will yeah. never be finished building a house, or a bit like growing or whatever the fuck, doing up your house, fixing up your house. It'll never be finished. I have a list. We're in a year now, and every like all the stuff we needed to do last year is done, but now. This year there's a whole other like list of stuff like we need to paint the garden fences and like I need like roller blinds for Nora's room because it's too sunny to put it down like which wasn't an issue last year because she was a newborn she just slept all the time. Like there'll always be something.
1: It melts my brain. Anyway, that was me. And I'm also in one of those moods where I like want to throw out everything I own. Like there's too much shit in my house. Like mm. there's too many things and I just need to kind of like incinerate it or something. Obviously I wouldn't do that, sustainability, all that. But you know, like there seems to be no other option other than like, Firing it into the sea or something. I just want it. Could you out, not do like a free cycle? Is there surely there's? A oh yeah, no, like that is what I'm going to do. Cycle. But I'm, but I just like look. Do you know? I you're looking at initially, and you're like, it's so intimidating. Yeah, I'll send you a pics of a few of the bits I have. Um, Did you I, get Hamilton tickets? No, I got invited to the press breakfast, but I didn't go. It was very early.
0: Yeah, it was like
1: eight o'clock, and it was in town. Like I'm not about yeah. that life. You got tickets. You're very excited. I got tickets. I got tickets. Somebody, some lovely listener
2: sent me their pre-sale link. I don't know if I'm going to get arrested for saying that. Um, Why would you get arrested? That's very, we have such nice listeners.
1: As oh, like a few people. Love the lovely emails we got this week.
2: A few people did. Um, I literally put it up for like five minutes. I was like, how do I get pre-sale? And some, like three people sent me their link straight away. And I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. Um, which I then sent on to my family and they all got tickets as well. So it definitely... And then anyone that wrote to me was like, how do you get presale? I just sent them on to them as well. I was just like, share the love. Um, but yeah, I got them. And I was kind of like, why is everyone panicking over this? Like, it's it's like a 12-week run or a 10-week run. Mm. So I was like, oh, I'll be fine. Like, I'll just get them Friday morning. Like, it won't be a big deal. But then... Because I was looking at them Thursday and I couldn't... They, you know, they have pre-sale. Like, you're never really sure what section of seats they've blocked off to go on general sale. And I really yeah. had it in my head that, like, all the middle seating in the stalls was for general sale and I love sitting in the middle
1: but surely they can't organize it like that that makes no sense
2: I don't know but like every set of tickets that was coming up for me was on the edge of a row okay
1: yeah maybe I don't know and I was
2: just like oh I don't know and then I just ended up getting tickets and I was like for like a, one of the Friday nights and I was like grand I'll just take them and then I was when I was thinking about it I was like the edge of the row was actually nice sometimes that you don't have to be like cramped up because those like, the legroom and stuff isn't great in the very centre of a row. Or
1: when you have to get up to Waz and you're, like, Yeah, or just people, everything. like,
2: yeah. Just, or people disturbing you. Yeah. So I just went with the edge of a row. And then I was glad I did because the next day it was fucking absolute pandemonium. And I went on just to see, like, what seats were left and all. And there was absolutely, like, the, the very tip top of the theatre left for, like, the Fridays and Saturdays. And, like, I probably could have gone on a Tuesday, but I was like, oh, no, we'll just go on a Friday. It's, like, a month before my wedding as well. It
1: seems like a long time away. It, yeah, when I was seeing everyone post, I was like, and it was it was like first thing in the calendar for twenty twenty four. I was like, that is so far away.
2: Mm. A year crazy. and a half, crazy, like, crazy.
1: But everyone, like, I didn't see anyone who like didn't get tickets. You know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't see anyone having a bang or over not getting tickets. Everyone, but
2: no, they're still on sale, know. and they're still like, I think all the weekends are almost so completely sold out.
1: Well, that makes sense. Yeah,
2: and then, but like, there's like you could easily get good seats for like a Tuesday, or Wednesday, or something. But like I know that's hard for people who are traveling to see it, and they were like, "Well, I paid like a hundred euro each for those tickets, and that is when I remember back to I saw it on the West End with the original West End cast, and I remember paying like a hundred and ten for like the third row or something, like really, really good seats in the West End, and I remember paying like a hundred and something, and thinking it was like absolute like extortion for mm. a, for a musical ticket, but like Cosy Live, everything's gone
1: up. you Live, you Live." Cause you live indeed. The driving test. Oh yeah. Let's talk about it. This was inspired slightly by a TikTok that I had to go viral, which is an embarrassing thing to say at 27 years of age. But I did that trend that's like, for anyone who's unfamiliar, there was a trend going around where it was like, you shared two pictures and it was like me on my wedding day. And the first picture is you kind of looking like rat or sorry, it doesn't have to be a picture of you, but it's like a picture of someone looking rat arsed. And people were using using pictures of um. Maddie from Euphoria so like when she was like in a hoodie and stuff and not wearing any makeup and then the second picture is like me at the downfall of and then you filled in like whoever so like your ex-best friend or like your ex-boyfriend whatever and it would be you looking like glam and like Maddie's wearing makeup and stuff like that so I did a video and it was like me on my wedding day and it was that brat's doll that's like all bedraggled like the meme brats doll and then the second picture was like a glam Bratz doll, but the caption was me at the downfall of my, like, driving test instructor, instructor. And people in the comments went off and people were just very cross. And then someone commented, because in the caption I was like, yeah, all six of my driving test instructors lol. And then someone commented and was like, if you do the test that many times, you shouldn't be allowed to drive. And you know what? They're right. <laughs> they're, I, don't, I don't actually really think they're wrong. I don't think I should be allowed to drive
2: in I a lot of say. respects. The last time, the only time I went to Fadula's house recently, she wasn't there. So it was me and Keen were You cannot, do not say this
1: on mic. Do I not saying say
2: this, this on mic. Fadula was like, oh, I'm just getting ready. Just done. I'll be there in a few minutes. If Keen's there or whatever. So I didn't have tea. We are being keen. We were having tea in the kitchen. And Fadula comes in. Like flailing her arms Being like okay So I swear I wasn't over the line But there was a bus And I was too far ahead of the bus Like and then the bus couldn't turn So I backed into the car behind me And I might have tapped it But it drove on So everything's fine It wasn't my fault And I was just like oh god
1: Look, he was behind me long enough that he has my insurance details and I'm would not, not going to crib about it. But I did... Okay, when I say I backed into him, like I didn't... Not at speed, not at forks. No, I like did, just trying to get out of the way of the bus. There was contact. There
2: was contact. I did well, that when I was pre- when I was like eight or nine months pregnant. I was trying to park at the post office. And I remember pulling into a space and then... Or I was like waiting for a car to pull out so I had more room. And then as that car pulled out, like someone else drove right in and right up my hole, even though there was like loads of space behind them. And I was like, all right, they just made this like a nightmare for me. So I was trying to park and I ended up like backing into the front of their car while they were sitting in it. And then I just sat there for ages and I was like, oh God, what do I do? And I was waiting for her to leave. And then I was like, all right, I'll just pretend I didn't notice. And I just got out of the car and just kind of like walk into the post office and the girl got out of the car and she was like you just hit my car and I was just like did I and then (laughs) I I had like this big like I just swung the bumper in and I was just like oh sorry and then I just turned around and I was like just go just go 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 but like I knew I didn't do any damage it was just like she parked too close and there was so much space which still doesn't make it right but I I barely tapped it so there was no damage and she once she saw I was pregnant she was like okay this is not a fight I want to have
1: there you were able to play the baby card yeah Baby bonus. Yeah, I got that. Um, but sorry, now. this episode was also inspired by well, I just thought it'd be a funny thing to do, but then you had a story from Mark doing his chest <laughs> yeah. that I are you allowed chair? I yeah, chair it. if you are I allowed because it's funny. He tells it really often. He
2: has been a tattooed guy for many years. No, Mark is driving he passed at like 17. He's driving a long, long time. So, yeah. And he and he got his first tattoo when he was like 15 or something. Crazy. Um so he had like tattoos doing his driving test I think it was his second time I'm not sure maybe his first um and he did the test or whatever and he came back and the instructor was like oh that's uh talking about his tattoo on his arm or leg or something and he was like do you have any others he was like yeah I have one on my chest and uh, they just kind of looked at him and Mark was like do you want to see it and he your was like yeah and then Mark took his top off for the driving instructor and he was just like okay you pass <laughs> So he likes to say he took a step off for of his driving instructor and then he passed his test. He fancied him like... He definitely did. And he said the man wore a scarf because he... I don't know if that makes any difference but he was like the man was wearing a scarf breed he fancied me. Because <laughs> he wasn't like... Oh my God. He wasn't like some other like tattooed muscle man. He was like a man who was just like oh show me your tattoos.
1: He loves a bad boy is what you're saying. Yeah. He saw Mark and he was like, like here's my, here's a my bad boy. It's the male version of me. Yeah. Yeah. Wearing a scarf. Um... You, and sorry, when I stressed doing this, you were like, "You probably have six seven, or seven at stories given you to it I it took me seven goals to do my driving test. Hence the story at the start it doesn't really sound that surprising now. Um, but I don't actually like I cannot remember anything that happened in the middle because they're all just a blank of like you weren't well. you did anxiety. Not. I respond I, well. It was, it's the most and um, stressful situation, I think, if you are already someone who gets very, very stressed and who puts a lot of pressure on themselves to, like, do well and pass. So the first test I did, I did in Cork, and I knew I was never going to pass, right? And that driving test centres in Wilton, whatever, blah, blah. I don't really remember anything about that. It was kind of just like, lol, we'll see, because at that point my car was down in... Cork and because they didn't want there was no point in me having the car in Dublin because I hadn't really decided about doing the test in Dublin yet and then after that I was like oh I'm living in Dublin it makes sense that I do the test And I was living in Glasnevin at the time so Finglas made sense as the test centre whatever and everybody says, saying,
2: you should, if you can learn to drive in Dublin you'll be able to drive anywhere
1: yeah which I agree with yeah because like, it's just like not, I was way more confident on like the motorway and stuff. Like all my friends would find the M50 really stressful. I don't personally yeah. love the M50. Big fan. I'm like that with country, old windy country roads. My gas. Like, yeah, Keen oh, yeah. Keen gets very stressed about them, but I'm yeah. like grand, Absolutely fine. This yeah. is my bread and butter. Um, what was I saying? But anyway, yeah, so I started taking lessons in Dublin and I did a test with my first instructor I had to go through like three separate driving instructors in Dublin as well because this first fella who I got on with like really well but which might have been the problem I think we got on a bit too well like I was kind uh, of using uh, an opportunity to like crack jokes and stuff no I wasn't even like kind of fancied maybe I did we're everywhere Keith I wish you well but <laughs> uh I remember like okay so did the test did the test failed whatever and then I think I took kind of like a little bit of a break but not like a massive break. Text him no probably like, just
2: the break that it takes to get another test do you know like it's probably well, like not three even months.
1: to get another t- not even to get another test at this point but i think it was just like i was again so traumatized about the whole experience yeah and i can't remember if that was the test where like in my head i never really did anything in any of the tests where it was like the automatic fall three you know what i mean but as i went through the tests i there were a lot of fall threes but whatever and i remember texting him being like hey like Ready to go again. Let me know. But like, blah, blah, blah. When do you have availability? No text back. Ghosted. Like, left on route by my driving test instructor. Wow. So then I found another guy who was really, really sound. Really, really nice again. And got on well with him. And he was like a really, really good instructor. But again, probably too nice for me. Yeah. Like, I needed... At that point, I probably needed someone to just be like, get a fucking grip. So I did... Ended up doing the test... I don't think you would like have done more someone screaming at you either though. But see, here's the thing, right? So I did my t- I, so I did the test four times with him and then I think at that point it was like, right, give up city, I'm over this and then I was like, Right, okay. I don't know whether I made the decision not to go back to him or whether it- I don't think he ghosted me that it time. Was I, think mutual. I was just like It was a mutual. It was. was, It's not you, it's me. Yeah. So then I got on to uh, my most recent driving test instructor. I actually cannot remember his name, even though he was great. And he was like a little bit rougher. He was a little bit like, like a little bit cross. Not too cross, but like just a bit like if I was doing stupid shit, he would be like, you know how to do this. Like, and you're just being whatever. He never called me an idiot or whatever. But he was just like, just a bit brusque. right? Yeah. And... Whatever went in Did the test And I remember that test Obviously because I passed uh, Well I don't really, actually Really remember doing the test Whatever And then <laughs> nice. I remember We, we went in, we, we went into the office And he sat me down And he's like uh, And I can see it And he gets out the pass thing And I'm like <gasps> And I'm, all right, I'm just like crying. I'm just immediately crying. I'm like, I cannot believe this. It's finally happened. And he's like, yeah, like you you would have gotten, if you'd gotten one more fault, you would have failed. And I was just like, uh, 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 I don't care. And he's like, you take your left turn. It's very wide. And I was like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, just give it to me before you change your mind. Because it seems like you're so, really on the so fence about, about doing this. Like, And then I went out and I like, oh, I was like hugging your man. It was like really embarrassing now. Because I actually, <laughs> if you walk past me, past me on the street, I wouldn't know who he is. I know it's probably the same for every, rela- you, like, it's one of the most intense relationships you have through a driving instructor where it's like, we are the best of friends. They're supporting me and everything. And then it's like, bye, it, yeah. de- bye, yeah. never to be seen again. Yeah, it's like your hair. Um, yeah. And uh, that was it. I, I like, I do remember in terms of like the blurred ones, I remember just trying to do the reverse around the corner and just being so nervous. Like, you know, the way you obviously have to kind of like hold the clutch or the brake or whatever so that you're not, whichever pedal, <laughs> who cares. But like, and you're kind of like, your legs shake. My leg was, Violently shaking, and then I remember there was another one because Finglas. There's a load of schools around the place, and I think it was one of the earlier test mornings. So I think they were either on the way to school or like they weren't going to school, and they were just like there was a group of them like, and one of them was on a bike, and he went out. One of them went out onto the road on the bike, and I obviously was like. I think from the previous tests, I was like, just don't do anything. Don't do anything unless they tell you to. So like, I was fully imminently about to hit this child on a bike. So he had to grab the steering wheel and like move it. So at that point I was like, right, right well, I've already failed. I've already failed. But then we were kind of going on. I was like, wait, maybe I haven't failed. But, and then that kind of buoyed me with like false confidence for the rest of the test. And I was like, no, 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 maybe like this that's is not the one fault. you passed. No, this isn't the one I passed. Oh, yeah. This is like one of the ones in the middle that I can't remember. Yeah. Um, imagine if that was the one I passed. Um, don't do anything unless they tell you is the worst advice you could give no but like i know but it's so uh, someone had someone who sent in a story had a similar experience to me with someone pulling out in the road and them having to reach over across the steering Mm. wheel i Um, heard of a i can't remember who told me this story but i heard of a guy going to do his driving
2: test and i think he might have been hungover and then
1: oh god no that's um, not
2: good Going getting into they used his own car or something and but there was not enough petrol in it. So they had to go and get petrol then. I this could this sounds like bullshit the more I tell of it, but they went to get petrol and he got out and had to go pay for the petrol and came back and tried to get into the passenger side of the car. It was like you would if you were like not driving. Yeah, the the instructor was like, "No, I don't think that. I think it might have been a lesson because I don't think you would do that with a driving instructor if you had no petrol. I don't think they bring you to the garage. Like,
1: no, definitely not. No, I'm trying to think. I wonder is that an automatic fail if you don't have enough? There's so much of it that's like such. It might have been
2: like a pre-test.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. There's so much of it that's just like such a song and dance, and like obviously I get you know no vanilla no no, there's not (laughs) no but say say you okay I just kind of hate the fact that it's like. If you get a Mark 3 like at the start of your test, it's an automatic fail. And then you have to go yeah. through the whole fucking rigmarole anyway. No, it's like that's kind of humiliating.
2: I don't think they do. Sometimes they do, I'm pretty sure. Cause like I heard of someone like pulling out of the test center and like fucking stalling or something. And then like they were like, okay, let's just go back. I can't remember what they did. They did something like pretty like hard to come back from. And they were like, okay, let's just go home now. And they didn't, they just didn't do it. Cause what's the point? Yeah, I I've suppose. Heard- I did it twice. Rob it in. But the first time I like got like three like big fails. And the second time, I, like you, I'd gotten like the maximum like eight minor fails or whatever you can get. And then, or minor errors or whatever before. Like if I'd gotten one more, I would have failed again. I remember the first time I pulled out into a roundabout while there was something coming. And I didn't, I think I like drove over a pedestrian crossing while there was someone trying to cross. And I like, <laughs> I did everything like that you really, really should not do. Um, so obviously I got like big fails.
1: I actually did that in one of, one of my tests as well before I remember if anyone has done it in Fingless, like the big roundabout you do, like if you're coming into Fingless from the motorway. Little. Um, yes, where Little is. Um, I wasn't aware of the concept of, like, there also kind of still being lanes on roundabouts. So I think I was, oh, like, yeah. kind of going in between the two of them. I was just, like, wherever I wanted. And I remember, I actually can remember him, like, looking at me while I was doing this. Mark still um, does that. As if to be, like, you are absolutely crazy. And then him <laughs> going back to the test centre and saying this to me and me being, like, huh. I never thought about it like that. <laughs> crazy. I did. Um, about, do you know the way you have to do
2: the 12 mandatory lessons? Yeah. So I did 12 mandatory lessons with um, an instructor that's like supplied by your insurance company. I'm not going to name them, but like it has to, you got, it was like a package where you got six months insurance and your lessons all included for like 500 euros or something. Yeah. But it's like with this particular company. So I got that and it was like this specific guy is assigned to you. Um, And he was like this owl lad and I knew all about his life. Like he was telling me all about like how he was retiring and his wife and like his kids and what they all did. Like I knew everything. And then I came to do my test. Or no, it came to my, my last lesson before my test. And I was driving everywhere with my... Like, I was taking corners with my foot fully on the clutch, just, like, swinging them. And, like, and he was just, like... He noticed after 12 lessons, he was like, why the fuck are you doing that? <laughs> he started cursing at me. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? I was like, you were supposed to teach me for the last 12 lessons but you been talking about yourself. And I'd been like, hmm, interesting. And he'd be, like... We'd be driving around gory-like. And he'd be like, oh, that, they're such and such. you know them? And he'd be, like, pointing at people he's taught... On the street. And I'd be like, oh, that's my cousin. And like, we were just like, oh, just ta- talking to shite. But he taught me nothing. So then I had to start. And I started my lessons all over again. Had to like relearn how to do it, basically. Off like a family friend who was much, much better. Uh Susie, if you're listening. Big love. Shout out Susie. Shout <laughs> out to Susie. But um yeah, she was so much better. And she was like able to have the chats. But also was like, don't do that. Like, come on. And I passed. So sure,
1: that was like me. I did, Like I did the 12 mandatory. And then I did, I'd say at least at least 50 after that like <laughs> at yeah. least 50 lessons yeah Would you I like I can't it's... think about the mo- I can't think about the money I'd spent I'd love to independently tall it up but also I don't think that'd be good for my mental health either mm. but even if you think about
2: like um what was I gonna say after I passed I had no I did not want to drive anywhere I was still terrified of driving which is I think the point is and all the instructors just say this to me It was like you need to be, like be confident like it doesn't matter if you make like little mistakes in your test as long as they know you can you kind of know what the crack is and you're like able to drive confidently and like I wasn't able to do that for about two years after where I was like oh I finally get it now like I know what I'm doing and I'm
1: not just like following the guidebook and trying to do things by the book. That's what I hate about it as well the whole thing is like it's as much of a performance as it is a fucking But it's not a
2: performance because it's like you actually just have to be confident like do you know what I mean? Because, they could have fake... Okay, well, then it, it was
1: a performance to me because I wasn't confident. No, so I was having not... to go in, like, cosplay being, like, I am leaving it all here on the stage today behind the driver's seat. I am whipping my head. I am... Lipstick I am for your life. so... Con- yeah, I am, like, I am going to... I'm not sashaying away when we get back to the office. Like, I'm no, leaving get... here with a full licence. Like, it's... I get it's not that. Because so. I was saying to me. It was, like, make you, you know, you have to be turning the head and you... Wearing like, the really exaggerated, like... Over the shoulder, like, you need to be... Like, half... Okay, it's a contortionist routine. I'm driving. I'm doing spoken words. Like, what? Do you know what I mean? I have no idea. The hand
2: signals, I'm like...
1: Your breeds going, like, doing a basket, like, scooch closer. I have uh, no memory of those hand signals. This is slowing down, isn't it? I'm, like, waving my hand up and down. Yeah. Or taking off. (laughs) Uh,
0: And then one of them is...
1: But see, one of them is so this annoying is like, as well. It's like stop, but go. No, but that's if you're a guard. That's not if you're like driving. But is which it? is it?
2: Is it stop or is it go? If you want to see know. what I'm doing, you have to subscribe to the Patreon. I don't do you know what we rules. should do?
1: Uh, we should like retake the theory test for Patreon like f- at some stage.
2: I went to do the theory test. Me and my brother did it the same day and he came out and we were both getting graded. They were like grading it in front of us. I don't know if that's like the normal thing. Um, I can't remember. And... He was like, they did uh, Mihal's first and your man was like, 39 out of 40. And he was like, well done. And he handed it to him. And then he was like, great mine, mind. And he looked and he was like, is this your sister? And he was like, yep. And he was just like, oh, it's going to be a bit of controversy or whatever. And he was just like, 40 out of 40. And I was like, and it's the only thing. Nice. I've, only time I've ever
1: been better than Mihal. I think I got 37 or 38. I can't remember. Yeah, we should retake the theory test uh, for Patreon. We might do that after this. Um, but... But it's one of, one of the hand signals is like You have to turn your hand in a specific way as well And then the other hand signal oh, no, yeah. okay. oh yeah Okay Breed's going like this Breed's turning her finger in a circle <laughs> Like she's about to cast a spell like, like she's go, Harry, go like she's Harry Potter Like Woo Or going on the Walters Woo Scream at on faster No one of them's like You have to turn it like this Isn't it? Oh yeah I, That's what I'm saying
2: I have no memory of them After I like I got out of that car that day And I never thought about them again
1: But again, that's what I'm talking about. The fucking performance, like doing hand claps for your instructor, for your invigilator. (laughs) Stupid word. But I do think there is, there's something to be said for actually, (laughs)
2: actually (laughs) knowing how to drive and like knowing in yourself that you're like, yeah, I know how to do this now. But like, I don't think that comes after 12 lessons. Well, like for some people, they are just natural drivers and they have that part of their brain that just connects a bit better. But like for me, I'm not an
1: engineer. Like it doesn't, I didn't have that brain.
2: And no, I think ex- no, it the bits my brain are
1: genuinely like two years to be like, ah, yes. All the bits of my brain are still disconnected in terms Even of now,
2: that. Even I, now, I have driven my car. I have whacked the back tyre off a path probably three times this week.
1: I am regularly unsure about right away in a more cautious oh. way. Not that I assume that I have the right away. Like I just assume everyone else has the right away because I'm a bit scared. Somebody said
2: recently that right away. I don't know if it was Mark. Somebody said it and it was like, oh, right away means that you give way to the
1: right. But that's not right. It is. Right of way. Oh no, but no. Generally, you're giving way to people on the right. Like Generally... if you're on like a roundabout a, 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 on a roundabout, but right away it doesn't always mean. No, because you're, if you come it, to like g- a from a T, the right a T junction, like like if you're at a like you're oh, you're confusing me now. Like if you're at a stop <laughs> sign. Like, obviously, the people, if you're at a stop sign and you're on a T-junction, right? So say when you're coming out of my estate, right? There's a, like, well, there's traffic lights there, so it doesn't really make any sense. Oh, okay, but do you know the way there's other stop signs in my estate? Yeah. That some people don't respect, some of my estate people. Anyway, like, you stop there, you don't have right away, but the people who are coming and they don't have a stop sign, they have right away. But that doesn't necessarily mean from the right.
2: Yeah, no, it doesn't. And if there's, the obstruction is on your side of the road, then you don't have right away. It, yes, like, even you if you're... Clean. Yeah, but like so many yeah. people just don't care about that, including me.
0: <laughs> Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online
1: Okay, well you should. <laughs> no. um, let, let's get into our uh, stories, will we? Yeah, well I, I have the emails up here if you have the Instagram. Yes, right I. okay, so do, will I, I'll start. Yeah, go for it. Just and probably. just to say thanks to, oh, someone said so that long. Kyla Cobbler has the best driving test story ever. I think she's a highlight saved, so we might watch that as well for the Patreon as well and talk about it okay. and retell it because I haven't obviously watched it now. But I'll start, yeah. Yeah, go for it. And it's obviously, these will all be kept anonymous, but like anyone who sent one in is in the draw for the wagon hat that we had mm. on Instagram. Bandwagons podcast. I was about to say at gmail.com. That's the email. It's just Bandwagons podcast on Instagram. Anyway, you'll find us. I'm going from the top on Instagram. Yeah. Not necessarily a driving test story, but my driving instructor regularly fell asleep during our lessons. I used to have to pull in a seatbelt to try and jolt him awake. So, in a way, I didn't really cover pull what was done. Belt. So, in a way, I didn't really cover what was done in the 12 lessons, but still passed. Woohoo.
2: That's an Are you qualified? Driver. That's an astral. Are you qualified? Do you know what I'm I remember? Not sure. My instructor being like, oh, like episodes, or episode six, lesson six is like night driving, but like I don't work at night, so we're just going to do it during the day.
1: I never did my night lesson either, I don't they
2: think. They don't do, like they just skip them. And then also, you never are taught how to park, which
1: is like the main no. thing you really need to know how to do. Yeah. I still I can't. Don't ask me to parallel park. I think parallel park should be in the test, to be honest, because it's. Oh, yeah
2: anyway this uh, the emails are really long so uh, do you want to do a couple of them
1: and then i'll do an email and we can like oh yes okay like that not a driving test but a driving lesson i was out doing a driving lesson i was trying to break the habit of looking down at the gear stick when i'd be changing gears in the middle of the driving lesson uh, i went to change gears without looking down keeping my eyes on the road and i reached too far and put my hand on the driving instructor's knee mortified did you pass did you pass (laughs) yeah did you pass did you pass though?
2: That's I put all, If I don't know if you figured this out, but I put all the inbox messages in the general inbox. So they're just all there. It's much easier to find.
1: Uh, someone much, else said, pass my one. test first time though I'm not, what? <laughs> okay, it's fine. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> pass my test first time though I'm not the best driver. Only advice I was given. This is what I'm talking about, right? Only advice I was given was, uh, only advice I was given that I think I did uh, low cut top jangly, jangly earrings, tie your hair up. They hear and see you checking your mirrors a million times and if they don't, hopefully your boobs can distract them. I don't really have much so I think the earrings did the trick. No boy or man who is doing their test is being told that. No. like, oh, Well, Mark's the exception and Mark took it off after he got out of the Mark car. He wasn't taking it off in the car. He didn't, he didn't he take it off while they were driving. Yeah, um, <laughs> I know he volunteered but like this all, yeah, low cut, like, no. This isn't a criticism oh. of the person. This was what they were told. But like, and I was told the exact same thing where I was like, where your jangliest fucking it like pony earrings. Whipping it around. A high pony. That doesn't suit my hair and it doesn't suit a lot of people. Stretching my head looking like Phil Mitchell. And You want me to drive around like that for the sake of hopefully he'll see me maybe turn on my head and give me an extra few marks. I don't think that'll Do even you know fall. I,
2: mean? I don't think instructors even fall for that. I think they just, like, so. they're like, if you're turning your head, they're seeing it. Do you know what I used to try to do it was like, they had an iPad and they were, like, marking you or whatever, and every time I did something, like, you'd be, like, tippity-tapping on the iPad, and I'm, like, is that a good thing, or, and I used to be, like, trying to, like,
1: have Did a you look do that the first time or the second time you did that? Sneaky look
2: at the iPad, I think probably the first time, because the, there was a lot more tippity-tapping on the first one. Yeah, maybe if I'd just been, like, cracking the jokes. I was like, That's is he writing true. down good things, but they're never writing down good things. If they're typically tapping on the iPad, you've done something wrong. Or they're going, yeah, yeah, pass. Like, does this fine? Like they're going
1: through the tick. No, box. I don't because I know 'cause yeah, I because I think they must be deciding which mark it is you're getting. Like I think if they're tapping the iPad, it's not because you're doing well. But like do they not in, have to be like, like Oh I'm um, like backed around a corner. Yes, done. Like Or oh, um, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Keen got a faultless test and he likes to bring that up very regularly and he told me to bring it up for this episode and there's the just one part of me that's like if you didn't yeah I need the first time and there's a part of me that's it's just like if you did it
2: Keen is so diligent if you did it
1: well they're probably not tippity tapping on the iPad they're probably just yeah. playing Candy Crush do you know what I mean yeah, and they're the probably the just time. like especially at some point it's, it's like they've already failed or passed so many people that it's like right
2: do you think they get a mad power trip being a driving instructor I'd say some tester. them do a
1: hundred but in the same way that like any job you get into that kind of position of power yeah same like bouncers or anything like oh yeah. and I'm not, I'm not applying that to every bouncer I'm not applying that to every invigilator but like there are some of them they like some people just get off in a bit of power I remember whatever when, it is when I passed like I was like shitting myself and we went back up to the room or whatever and
2: he was like um so where do you work and I was like oh pierce street in Dublin and he was like is there much parking in pierce street and I was like telling Mark this last night and he was like I think they just love like he was like do you reckon they just love telling people they pass in a really roundabout way just to see them like react like yeah. it slowly hit them and it's like just total power trip. 100%. Um, um, do you want
1: to Yeah throw do Nina? a big long
2: email. I, this is the only one I proofread last night and I thought it was pretty pretty funny. Um, I skimmed most of them and they're all. Yeah no I'm pretty sure they're all like funny. above board but uh, Okay, so first of all, so happy the pod is back and I am pure mad for you both. Uh, so I'm an Irish speaker from a non-Irish speaking area and would have been a massive Irish language advocate and applied to do my test through Irish, very much of the mind that if you don't use the service, that it'll be cut in the next budget, etc. Which is great. I've never thought of that. But if you can't do it in Irish, maybe you would skip a lot of queues and stuff. Do you reckon? Is there still a backlog? So. Yeah, but I think what? that's like with everything. Well, maybe that's a roundabout way. Anyway. Not the point. At the time, driving instructors were telling people to book their test ASAP, even if they hadn't any lessons yet. So being a complete type A, I went ahead and booked my tests in the nearest big town, Dundalk, after one lesson. To my shock and dismay, I got a date that was two years later and went on a full Karen. I wrote to the commissioner, Chonga and gave out yards about how I was being discriminated against because of being an Irish speaker. The office of the Commissioner Chonga went on a complete banger and got me a test date for the following week. At this point, I'd just like to stress that I'd only had the one lesson and I was absolutely shite. I learned how to start the car and dock my iPod and that was about it. Because I'd caused such a fuss, my parents were both of the mind that if I didn't keep my original date that I would seem very uh, disrespectful to. Uh, that it would seem very disrespectful to. On the night before my test, I googled how to park a car, what is a fog light and dangly wing mirror accessories. <laughs> Um, met my lovely tester who was shipped down from Donegal to test me. All the expenses paid. He told me he said the local hotel was nice, but that the breakfast was bland. We had a great wee chat about uh, what I was doing in college, and he even offered to set me up with his son, who was also studying in DCU at the time. I was grand at all the teary stuff. Opened the bonnet for him and showed him all that, and that my lights were working. When I actually had to get into the car, it became a bit of a shit show. I didn't do anything too bad. Was able to get out of the test centre on a hill start and use the indicators. All the while we were having a great old chat about his hot son that he was sure I'd love. After about 12 minutes I checked the time on the dash. The tester said it was time to go back towards the test centre. I was a bit like happy days this wasn't too bad and I was already imagining myself marrying into the Squail Talk family. However when it was time for me to get my result I did have a bit of a niggle in the back of my mind that the the tester didn't ask me to reverse around a corner but I thought he must have forgotten or that he liked me so much there was no real need to drag it out any further. (laughs) Well it was an awful shock that my new best friend had failed me. As it transpired, I was so distracted by our WeChat and the prospect of a new talk boyfriend that I had failed to progress out of first gear, which he thought was quite important. <laughs> I was pure devil and mortified that I dragged this poor man 300 kilometres away from, for him to be in the presence of Ireland's shittiest driver for 12 minutes, that when the office of the Commissioner Chonga emailed and asked me how I got on, I had no other choice but to lie and say, pass with flying colours, thank you all so much for your help. <laughs> <laughs> a friend of mine worked for Radio Nghael Tocta to, and even invited me onto his show to discuss my lingui- my linguistic discrimination. Thankfully, this offer was made after I had made a tit of myself, so I had the foresight to politely decline that offer and sit in my shame. Six months later, I had about 15 lessons and applied for my test in the next town over and with great difficulty got off my Ghaelga high horse and sat the test in English. Thanks be to the Padre Pio window sticker that came with the car <laughs> when I bought it. I passed it that time. I did Woo! get to re- reverse around the corner and as far as I remember, used some other gears. It has now been nine years that my family absolutely love my spectacular fail and make sure to tell anyone who's doing their tests that it is also available in Irish. I'm not as shit at driving as I was when uh, then, which is a relief and a, big plus, but I am st- <laughs> and a big plus, but I am still mortified by the fuss and uh, a fuss I kicked off all in the name of the native tongue Yours in safe
1: driving and mortification, Tara. P.S. Never met the son. Oh, that's a misconnection there, isn't it? Like, despite it all, what if they'd come back together? That's a rom-com where it's like. That is a rom-com. But do you think the
2: dad kind of got the ick when she was such a bad driver? <laughs> I <was>
1: like, <laughs> this, this
2: girl is an idiot. <laughs> no, no offense, Tara, but like, he was like ready to pass. And <laughs> then drove in first oh, gear. Gosh. You're not an idiot, but like yeah do you know what I mean maybe. like he's assuming you've had your 15 tests and that like, you know how to drive and then you get in you just drive everywhere in first gear that's and he's just like no I can't do this yeah not good. we wore tie-dye good t-shirt t-shirts today
1: uncoordinated they yeah, eh? were both uh I'm in the ABBA one what I what's your one it's an all-time low wake up sunshine oh yes uh hey girls just saw you're doing an episode on the driving test I have so many stories about the driving test uh, none personal to me but stories I've been told by other people sorry side note the one thing I will say is I'm pretty sure 100% of the stories we got sent in were from women female identifying people uh, because all of the rest of our listeners are gay men bar Anthony Madden if he still listens and Kian, my boyfriend and Mark Mark doesn't um, listen uh, okay so these were stories these are stories this person's in and they've heard from other people I was told of someone who was sitting there driving test and they got pulled in by the guards because they ran a red light Uh, Another one, another one was the person going to sit the test glimpsed at the driving examiner's desk when they were doing the theory questions and they had all the tests for the rest of the day already failed. They didn't say anything about it and just went out and did the test anyway. When they got back, the instructor asked them, how do you think you did? And they said, oh, I know I failed. I failed before I even left the test centre and told them they saw the failed search beforehand. So the examiner had no choice but to pass them. What? No way. Like, surely not. What is it like a filling a quota or something? That's what they say But I thought that was just all rumours Like I didn't think that was like An actual You can't just like fail people Because you need to fill your quota that day Like either they can drive or they can't You know? Yeah What the hell? And like how do you not know That they were going to have passed anyway? Like do you know what I mean? Not to be sceptical Like I would believe it but i would love to, hear, to play Dev there as well. I'd
2: love to hear what the, exactly, your man said in response to that or was just just like oh no like
1: I don't know. Yeah. Um, I have another one here for the driving test pod. So before my actual test I had my practice test and my instructor told me that I was capable of passing the test if I was in the mood for it. Basically if I was in bad form I wouldn't pass but if I was in good form I would lol That's kind of rude of them to say Then during the actual test he showed me this sign I'll attach it after this message I'm going to show it to Breed and the patrons will see in the video but it's basically the one where it's like an arrow but it's kind of like a zigzag arrow okay Okay You can see that Yeah It's like Uh, a sideways Z with an arrow Yeah As an arrow Uh, showed me the sign and asked me what it meant. And I said, bends ahead. And he literally had to say, what type of bends, To which I replied, bad ones. (laughs) Then before I left the test centre, I stalled the car and basically thought I had failed, but said, fuck it, we ball. So continued on. Was driving down a narrow street with a woman getting her child out of the side of her car. And I was too nervous to stop. So I just kept driving. When we got back to the centre, the tester told me I almost hit her and he had to check his mirror to make sure I hadn't knocked her down and i still passed in all caps i think man just wanted to go home early lol i think that's just
2: unlocked a memory for me at the do you know the sign that has nothing in the middle of it no there's like it's like a red sign with the white like like border and there's just like nothing in the middle oh clear way right so i think i got that i'm pretty sure this happened to me or else I've heard this from someone else. But I'm nearly sure this is what happened to me on my first test. And he asked me what it was. And I, he was like, what does this one mean? And I was like, nothing. And they were like, <laughs> he was "Like just nothing. I was like, nope. Because <laughs> it was just a blank sign. I was like, no, oh, this is definitely like a trick question.
1: <laughs> Why would they have a sign? Why what's would it be a sign? What's
2: a clear way? Why would they make a sign and not put
1: anything in it? Oh, yeah. Tr- yeah, I suppose. I still don't know what a clear way is. I think it's that you can park there or something
2: yeah we'll find maybe. out when we we'll do
1: the theory test questions after oh i have one more and they want to the next what? Image. one more we're doing the theory test questions for the for the patron oh sorry yeah, yeah yeah so i've done the driving test four times now still haven't passed and you will trust me you will if i did you will uh still haven't passed and on my second time i failed for waving someone in ahead of me thus taking the responsibility out of their hands if they want to merge in front of me and then the third time i failed was Excuse me, it was because I did not show due consideration for other drivers by allowing someone to merge in ahead of me. You can do that by indicating with your hand by waving at them. So yeah, love that. I did point out that I had been failed for doing the exact opposite of that in my second time and the driving instructor went, oh, where did you do your test that that happened? And I could literally point across the room room to the woman who had failed me for allowing someone to merge in front of me. I still have not gotten an answer as to why I was wrong then and also wrong now. So that's great. What the hell? If that's, anyone's an invigilator, fill in the quota. Let us know. Let us know, and I'd like to get an answer to that person because that you, that's absolutely, pretty absolutely.
2: There's no such thing as taking the responsibility out of someone else's hands by
1: waving them, waving at them to merge in front of you. Well, I'm sorry. That's I, not I, true. All of my, all they can of just my go, lessons, no. like you. Go. All, <laughs> no, <laughs> Bree's like waving at me. Uh, what was I saying? Uh, when I was doing my tests and some of my lessons, I was told not to allow anyone merge like through. Yeah, but like i'm just
2: thinking of gory i was street. like it all just, like funnels to- down the street and if you don't let people merge then literally no
1: one would ever get onto the main street Do you know what i mean yeah i don't know probably a complicated question don't need yeah. to answer
2: mm. what's new um yeah so we decided to make a podcast <laughs> crocs with no holes a driving tale this one's an on hey girls, beyond happy the pod is back after failing my first driver's test, I did what everyone told me to do and reapplied instantly. I decided to go on the lurk for a new instructor as my first pat was highly dedicated to teaching me sweet fuck all. <laughs> my dad recommended a fella he knew well. This in this hindsight, this in hindsight was the first red flag. Let's call him Paul. Paul was everything you could ask for in a driving instructor instructor, massive male ego, and physically in it, and a physical inability to answer a text message. Sorry, I've read that arsehole. Everything you could ask for in a driving instructor, massive male ego and a physical inability to answer a text message. After wanting to bury myself in a hole from the amount I had to double, tr- triple and quadruple Texas man, I had finally set up a lesson. <laughs> this will be my first and only with Sir Paul. I get dropped off at the lesson and stand by the car plastered in his name. I look around, but there is no one there. Eventually, I spot a strange bald man in Crocs with no holes <laughs>
1: waving at me from outside the outside dining. I hate that sorry are they not just gardening shoes like? Hilda told me the other day that you're not like she goes oh you know it's
2: illegal to drive in Crocs and I was like no it's not and she was just like yeah she was like it's it's illegal to drive with the with them not in sports mode and I was like what are you talking about?
1: (laughs) No she's taking the piss out of you you know it's where you have to strap like. Yeah
2: I know but her boyfriend was like no you have to drive with the straps on if you're wearing Crocs you can't drive with them and they're both like dead (laughs) serious
1: Is it illegal? Um, Okay, keep talking. I'm going to Google this.
2: I think it's just like you have to have a back in your shoe, but I don't know if that's true either because people drive in bare feet and all, don't they? Like weirdos. Okay, well, you should... Is it illegal to
1: drive with Crocs? Or like flip-flops or anything? I think it's not recommended, but I don't think it's illegal. The reason flip-flops are generally considered dangerous on the road is that they're too loose. It's not illegal, but like it's just not recommended.
2: Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, Where was I? Um... Eventually I spot a strange bald man in Crocs with no holes waving at me from out from the outside dining area of a McDonald's he comes over Fanta in hand introduces himself then gives me a five-star review on the cheeseburger he just had (laughs) we get in the car and briefly discuss my driving experience before going for a spin to see it in action Paul brings me to a circular estate with many turns and starts shouting directions at me as if it were some bizarre game of Simon Says He teaches me a little bit about gears and brags about how the car I'm driving is a rare type of Volkswagen Golf that he imported. Cool. We head back onto the road and Paul suggests uh, we see what my roundabout skills are like. I was doing well until a woman pulled out before me causing me to It was ultimately the other car's error and a crash had been avoided. But that didn't stop this from being the most uncomfortable and bizarre experience of my life. Paul leans over me to furiously beep and give this woman two middle fingers, causing an all-out scene. We pull off the roundabout. On a roundabout! We pull off the roundabout. Paul has his passenger window open. A car pulls uh, beside us in the lane close to Paul, screaming in a thick Dublin accent. That's a great example to set for your students. Paul graciously tells this man to fuck off. (laughs) At this point, my ADHD, anxiety and lack of driving ability were combining together to produce the, can I say that? Cuntiest collab of the century. Something that would put Jessie J, Ariana and Nicki Minaj to shame. It took everything within me not to go bang, bang into the wall. (laughs) Uh, Paul spends the rest of the drive laughing awkwardly and calling the roundabout woman and left lane man stupid cunts and wankers Jesus I can't believe your dad recommended this Uh, I arrived back at the McDonald's intact somehow gals what I tell you I was desperate for an instructor at this point Uh, I had a new test coming up in a month I asked Paul if I can use his super rare super cool polo golf for my test to which he enthusiastically agrees pulling out an enormous black diary and marking my name in all caps on the test date I try to schedule my next lesson and he's like, Ah, sure, give me a shout whenever. As if I wasn't attempting to give him a shout there and then. (laughs) I leave it two days. (laughs) I leave it two days before texting him to schedule. Important to note for some reason, he couldn't take calls. I hear nothing. After a week, he responds, Are you doing tests tomorrow? To which I remind him, no, that he has my test date written in his diary. I never heard from him again. (laughs) I don't know (laughs) if it was due to the embarrassment of his unprofessionalism that he avoided me. Still, Paul is definitely not the type to have any crit- critical self awareness. So I doubt that. Passed my test for Feb the third time after finding a legend of an instructor who would talk shit about Paul when spotting him in the car park. Currently writing this as I procrastinate the disser <laughs> Failing my degree is worth a wagon <laughs> uh, hat. Not super term. important, but I forgot to ask We be kept an on. Ireland is small. You could be an on. That's very true.
1: That was uh, good. that was very well written And I hope your dissertation is half as well written as that cause Yeah, I will say The wagons always come through with very well written stories And yeah. they add to the comedy I just uh, only wish we could read properly <laughs> I know, yeah Me specifically uh, Driving test story When I was told to reverse around the corner I found myself up so far in the footpath I could watch the telly of the house I nearly crashed into <laughs> Past first time anyway Thank God for oh Hillster What the hell? Driving test. Saw a very good looking lad walking on the path ahead of me. I forget remember this one. My hands followed my eyes and I steer towards the path, mounted path. Instructor asked me did I panic when I saw an oncoming van? Wasn't even looking at the road but said yes to avoid embarrassment. Test failed and lad was unharmed. The end. Disclaimer I did pass the second time around. I love the idea of just getting so horny that I'm it's like, like I need to mount the curb. I need to drive into it. To to mount so this curb. <laughs> just I yeah, just get the fan. Do you
2: ever fancy nope. someone so much you want to run them over like? We've all done crazy things to get a lad's attention
1: but that is oh, trying to run the down We've all been there. Isn't yeah, it? dating tips. Are you trying to get that boy's attention? Have you ever tried I'm running them over? <laughs> you do another one. Uh, so delighted to see you back, but I've such PTSD from failing my test during the week. I might have to give this episode a miss. Uh, ha ha ha. During the week. we'll get there. You will get there. I promise. I'm sorry about failing. I know it's really hard. Please keep this in on as I don't want people knowing how low key crazy I am. I'm just remembering this one as well. I was so upset about failing. It was my first time doing the test and I'm a bit of a perfectionist and I didn't know how to process failing. So I waited until I got home and proceeded to scream crying and I kicked the back registration plate off of my car. My ex that I was with for five years married his new woman this week and failing my driving test was still the most traumatic oh part of my week. Fingers crossed for me for the next time Whenever that might be Keep up the great work gals You will get there I don't even want to think about How you got the back licence back on How the fuck does that work Yeah I know
2: That must have been Some serious kicking
1: <laughs> What are you thinking about? <laughs> I don't know I'm just visualising someone Just roundhouse kicking their car Like doing proper spin Kickboxing Sitting there staring Um, How many stories do you How many I have? one. Left?
2: I have one more email so you might as well do. Okay, we have
1: three. Will we save them for the? We save them for the Patreon and then do the theory test questions. Okay, I have three little one more. One of the ones more here. Um, yeah, let's take it over there. Okay, that is it from us. We are going to take this over to the Patreon for next week's episode. So come on over there with a few more stories from you guys. Um, and I'm going to put the theory test questions to breed and see if she would pass. All these years later, after passing, when did you pass your theory test? oh maybe five years ago no th- yeah probably five years ago okay let's see more. we'll, uh, let's we'll, see we we'll be
2: announcing the winner of the hat or winners of hats
1: on instagram instagram okay bandwagon's podcast and we're bandwagon's podcast on tiktok as well come on and like give us uh, like support because we're
2: only getting tra- dragged over there apparently
1: I know We're I love trolled. how it's like all the, all the the many many men with podcasts but it's us it's us having a laugh at Mike Jiggins yeah that a, man
2: doesn't even have a single TikTok posted get off TikTok if you're not going to make I TikToks know. that's the
1: point trolled anyway that's it from us we will see you next week on Patreon in two weeks time on the main feed Goodbye. bye bye